Life isn't about avoiding the bruises. It's about collecting the scars to prove that we showed up for it. Join Nikki Seberini for the next hour as she explores heroism through illness. There is a warrior inside each of us. This is LifeLinks with the DL Link. LifeLinks is a funding initiative of the DL Link. Welcome back to the show. So I've been talking about these five guys who did something incredible. Um, I think it was on the 5th of March. Um, for such a worthy cause. And I think four out of the five are joining us today. So I want to welcome Peter Berman. Hey, Peter, welcome, welcome. Hello, Nikki. How are you doing? Oh, great to have you on the show. Great. And we've also got Rob Malich. Rob, are you there? How's it, Nikki? Thanks for having us on the show. Oh, fabulous having you on the show, Rob. We've also got Ilan. Ilan, how do I pronounce your surname? It's Devimus. Hi, Nikki. Devimus. How's it, Ilan? Welcome, welcome. Thanks for having us. Fabulous having you on the show. And and has Jonathan also joined us, Jonathan Hurwitz? Yes, I'm here. Hello, Nikki. How's it, Jonathan? Welcome, welcome. We're just missing Jason. Am I correct? So I I've, I've labeled you. Running, Nikki. Is he? <laughs> Did none of you tell him that the challenge was over? <laughs> Forgot. I've, I've labeled you the Meshuggah Five because, you know, I love David Goggins, actually. And for our audience, David Goggins is such an inspirational chap who... I don't know. He was with the, the Navy SEALs and he was obese at one stage and he talks about a terrible upbringing and then he just turned everything around and he's incredibly motivational and he came up with this four by four by 48 challenge. So I, I'm mad about David Goggins, but I can't understand why anyone in their right mind would take on a challenge like this. Peter, why? No, it's a great question, Nick. Um, look, I think. Just to give you a bit of context, I mean, I think you've said it all with regards to who, who David is. Um, and yeah, he thrives on extreme challenges and pushing his body to the limits. And he, ho- he holds some world records with uh, pull-ups. And anyway, he, he launched this, this challenge that I was actually sent the, the, the link by a friend of mine. And, um, you know, we've got a, we've got a running school, um, called the CCRS in Victory Park. And, I forwarded the link to the school and I said, listen, is anybody up for this, this, this crazy challenge as you, as you correctly put it? And, um, you know, it was a bit slow on the uptake to be honest, but then all of a sudden it starts, started to <laughs> gain sure momentum. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it, it was, there was just, it was sort of uncharted territory. I mean, the, the, the thought of running six and a half kilometers or four miles, um, wasn't that overwhelming, but what no one can really appreciate is that it really does accumulate and it's, it's a compounding feeling that every four hours you have to get up and, and do the same thing. And it starts eating into you when you start becoming sleep deprived. You start becoming, you have to balance your nutrition and you go into a very dark zone at some points in the challenge. I mean, we all hit it at, at different points, but yeah, so that's the background. We were sent this, I was sent this challenge, put it forward to the school and, um, these, these guys stepped up to the plate. And um, they were ready to take it on. And once once we saw some momentum, then it was all in. So that's how it started. Incredible. So, so Ilan, you're part of this. So, what is it? The Victory Park Running Group. Yeah, it's pretty much. Look, we are we we are sort of headquarters on Victory Park, but we have we have members from from all over. We've got, I mean, Rob obviously is from the Linksfield side of town, Jason as well, and we've got guys in between as well. But you know, our sort of home ground, so to speak, is in Victory Park. 
Okay. So, Ilan, you tell me, how do you prepare for something like this? Peter's just described how exhausting it was, um, physically and mentally exhausting. Um, and so, again, I just want to break down because I did mention it earlier. So, so you are running four miles, which is six point whatever kilometers every four hours. And you're doing this for a period of 48 hours. Now, I presume, Ilan, that you are already pretty fit. You're probably speaking to the, the unfittest out of, oh, out of the lot. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, like we said, you know, running the six and a half kilometers isn't that daunting. You know, whether you're uh, you know, whether you're a, an intermediate runner, a, a pro runner, whatever, but the accumulated effect of the running is, is daunting. And I think, um, the way you prepare for it is we just jumped, we jumped in, we committed to it, and then we kind of settled in afterwards and we, we thought, what the hell were we doing? So we, we kind of strategize on, on the nutrition and the rest times and, and that kind of stuff. But you don't actually, you can't really prepare for something like this until you're actually in it. You don't, you don't realize when you are going to hit those lows, like Pete said. And, and, you know, everybody is affected at different times. And, you know, at some points there were guys who, who took a lot of strain and then bounced back afterwards. You know, everybody stepped up and we just committed to it. And I think the real, you know, the real challenge is getting your mindset right. And I think, I think mm. that's what, uh, all of us were committed to and all the guys involved have, have got very strong heads. And, uh, once we were in it, we were in it. Yeah. And I think you're right. I mean, how do you prepare for it? Because when you look at it and it's, you know, four miles, four hours, 48 hours, I don't, I don't think you can possibly get your head around actually what that means, Rob. So, how how did you logistically work around it? Did you all move into one area? I believe the community supported you amazingly, but how did you do it in terms of that? And and after the 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 the, the six and a half kilometer run, did you quickly have a little sleep? Did you? I mean, what did you do? How how did it play out? I tell you what, just to to mimic what the other guy said, you you don't know how it's going to play out. You know, yeah. we we're all fit enough to run six and a half k's, but you don't realize that. Um, you know, it starts on the Saturday morning at six o'clock and some people around the world are starting at uh, two o'clock or whatever times, but everybody does it at the same time around the world. And um, effectively, you're up on Friday morning, you go to work as per normal. And then on uh, on Friday nights, you know, I don't know if you've done any events, but you really can't sleep the night before any big event. So effectively, you're awake from Friday morning all the way through to Monday at three o'clock in the morning and you, uh, you try and have a little bit of kip in between the, the runs. So you're running for 40 minutes. Um, you've got three hours and 20 minutes, but your brain is racing. You need to eat and you're just, you're, you're too wired to actually, um, have a nap. So you try and do other things, but, uh, the first day is actually not too bad, except for when it was a bit hot in the day. Um, but after, you know, when you wake up on Sunday morning and you're a little bit delirious, you think, Oh my God, what am I yeah. doing? Mm. Um, it's, it's absolutely insane. And you get to a point as well where, uh, you can't even eat that much because, you know, your body mechanisms, they don't want to digest. So you're trying to drink protein shakes and all of that. So, but, uh, but thanks to the guys and, and the amazing support along the roads, uh, Ilan's kids had, uh, had signs going, 
run faster daddy. No, sorry, it was go daddy <laughs> and then run faster daddy. Um, and you know, we had our kids riding bikes next to us and we had family members cheering us on. Um, you know, at times the links fielders would go and join the victory parkers and, you know, we'd meet in the middle. Um, the 2 a.m., the guys in Victory Park actually ran. I, I did treadmill and I think he landed, uh, bike. You're allowed to substitute it as well. So yeah, but, uh, but it's all about just kind of testing your body and also having a little bit of fun along the way, you know? Mm. What toll did it take on your body? I mean, you could only really feel the effect of it probably affects a day or two later. Yeah. So Nikki, it's, uh, if you can imagine, um, Going on an overseas trip over, you know, a few of the timelines and your jet lag is massive. So imagine having that jet lag and then running an ultra marathon on jet lag. You know, sure. you, you just have to have the, the power of the mind and, uh, you know, uh, keep going. And at times, I mean, I remember on this, on the Sunday morning, I just didn't want to do it. And then all of a sudden you get on the road, you've got people meeting you and helping you along and suddenly you're back in it, you know. So the toll on the body, I think from, from all of our perspectives, we, we're not unfit. So maybe a little stiffness on the Monday and Tuesday, but it was more about the jet lag. And it probably took me about five days to get over the, the, the jet lag or the tiredness from the actual running. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, Rob, guys, we're going to take a quick break. After the break, Jonathan, I'm going to speak to you about who benefited from this crazy, crazy challenge. Um, so we'll come back to you. Please stay with us. Life isn't about avoiding the bruises. It's about collecting the scars to prove that we showed up for it. Join Nikki Seberini for the next hour as she explores heroism through illness. There is a warrior inside each of us. This is LifeLinks with the DL Link. LifeLinks is a funding initiative of the DL Link. Thanks so much for staying with us on the DL Link Show on 101.9 High FM. Um, yeah, just talking to the Meshuggah 5, actually speaking to the Meshuggah 4. Um, and I really don't mean that because it's just extraordinary what they did for such a good cause to take part in an international challenge, the David Goggins Challenge, four miles every four hours for 48 hours and four miles being um, six and a half kilometers. So, Jonathan, just before the break, I, I, I asked the question, I said, you know, who benefited and um i meant who the beneficiaries but i it sounds like everyone benefited because you guys did sounds like your families did the community did but who are the beneficiaries thanks nikki um yeah you know we i think we we all resolved pretty early on once we had committed that when we were going to do this we were going to do it to raise money i think that you know you when you do these uh crazy things one has to consider um, you know, why you're doing it. So it also makes it a lot sure. easier down the line when you are hurting, but you're hurting on behalf of people who probably are going through a much tougher time than what you are. So I think that, that, that that's what we had resolved to do. So we, we had, had opted to, uh, contribute to, to two charities or, 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 or public benefit organizations, which is the DL Link and then Hatsola as well. So, you know, I think that with, with everything that's going on in the world, we, we had an opportunity to, to just forget about that for a second. We, we were, it was quite a, quite a surreal two days with the community being around us and, and the support that we received from people, uh, far and wide. It was just unbelievable. Um, and, and ultimately the goal was to get, I think we had put, you know, uh, we had put a target in place for about 50,000 rand. 
and I think to date we've we've gone over the hundred and ten thousand rand mark. So it was just unbelievable oh. who uh, and how much we were able to do on something that's quite. I mean, it's quite abstract. I mean, it's not. It's it's, it's a um, it's a it's a it's a challenge which is is not it's not normal part of any sort of ultra marathon races and and really something quite different. So you know I think I think you're right. Everybody benefited. I think we were in a situation where where people got an opportunity to just focus on on something other than this this COVID pandemic that that we're living in, uh, and and more importantly, the people who are fighting those those those. Proper fights, which are, 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 are much bigger in comparison to what we went through. You know, hopefully we've done enough to, to raise money for, for those causes where, where it make, may make their lives a little bit easier. And, and that's really what, what the intention of this for all of us was. But what a target. I mean, what your target was and what you've raised is just really incredible. And so do you think this is going to be a yearly challenge? Um, can you see this doing, doing this again next year, this time? I think it's too early to ask any of us. I think we'd be <laughs> getting on, we to the point. We want the commitment on air in front of everybody. <laughs> Look, I think that, that once we, we've learned a lot of lessons, I think that, that, I mean, maybe I'm speaking on behalf of, of all of my colleagues here is that I think we, we will do it on condition that we have a much bigger uh, group of people running it with us next year. Um, okay. but, but we do think that it, it, it could be something, uh, we, we've, we've managed to get some celebrity, uh, uh, um, input as well. So hopefully we can, we can, if we can build enough of, of momentum with enough people, uh, the, the sky's the limit in terms of, of how many people we can get. And I think that I would certainly, I'm prepared to commit to another, uh, another one if we've got sufficient volume, but, uh, don't tell my wife. <laughs> We won't, we won't say anything, I promise. Yes, Listen, the challenge is out there. I know this incredible community and I, I just have a feeling that it's going to turn into something even bigger than, than it was. So Pete, before we go, um, you were the one who spoke about having to go to those dark places. I don't know if you heard my, my discussion with John Sinai that this is a time when, um, you know, we work on, we go to varsity, we work on our bodies, what we eat. We don't spend a lot of time working on our minds just very quickly all of you actually spoke about the importance of the mindset for you what are you walking away with in terms of your mind and and what you can achieve thanks Nick. yeah look i mean i think the guys have really articulated it very well in terms of what we all went through and what we had to sort of the level that we needed to engage in order to get over it because we've all done different types of events whether they've been marathons ultra marathons ironmans etc and you do reach that point in these events where it doesn't become a function of, you know, what's physically possible. And to, to talk to the point that you, that you spoke about with regards to John, et cetera, I, I concur. I mean, it's, it really is about overcoming the mental challenge more than anything else because mm. your body can take you to a level that you, that you, where you can surprise yourself all the time. For me and for us, I mean, we have sort of had a debrief on this and discussed it in terms of, you know, how do you actually overcome that dark period where you get to it? It really is, there's no other answer other than to say that, you're doing this, first of all, as as the guys have said, we, we had a, a much bigger picture than just the run. I mean, we were we have local community members um, and everyone has sort of a story close to their heart in terms of why we're doing this. And that was the that was sort of the driving force behind it. But we really had to overcome the mental challenge. And I think that was the, the real takeaway. Another great example of of doing that. 
Well, I, I applaud you guys. I think you are amazing. And I think that you have inspired a lot of our listeners today. And hopefully we'll be chatting in a year's time about the, the bigger, the even bigger four by four, uh, David Goggins challenge. So Rob, Ilan, Peter, Jonathan and Jason, who couldn't be with us. Thank you so much. Well done. Congratulations. It's been great having you on the show.